There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Sherman and Tingle in the morning. These, uh, these professions are in a certain category, like uh, cloud engineer, library assistant, uh, hotel night auditor, legal assistant, art teacher, social media manager. They're all in a category, which I would think that would be offensive. It's called lazy girl jobs. Have you seen the explosion of this term, lazy girl jobs? I have seen the explosion, and it's very intriguing. Is, uh, there's, you're right. I thought there would be uh, a lot of backlash, but women are taking this and embracing it and running with it. Yeah, basically, when someone does the bare minimum at the work or putting in uh, the least amount of effort required, the lazy girl jobs. Yeah. But it, that sounds demeaning, doesn't it? Like in this day and age, you would think, like, how dare you? I'm putting in a lot of work. But there is a woman that is an advocate for this. She, uh, she's an advocate for all of this, and she's a Gen Z enthusiast. And I don't know if she should just throw all Gen Z into it, because I don't think this is just tagging off on Gen Z. I think it's a very easy to do that. What's my uh, category? Your Generation Gen- X. I'm so an Xer, I, I want to be a Gen X enthusiast. Can I have that as a title? Sure. Is that yeah. a lazy guy job? I don't know. Yeah, so I want to be a Gen X enthusiast. All right, so... Uh, I get really excited about it. We didn't make it up. It's it's been trending more and more about lazy girl jobs. And Tingle and I were just saying we're surprised that's even a term. You know, you'd think that uh, it's kind of demeaning, but it's been it's being embraced by ladies all over. Yeah, and uh, there's this woman that we talked to, and it, it will definitely get a response out of you. <laughs> this is a real person. Her name is uh, Kristen G's, and, and we appreciate that she took time to uh, talk with us. But she's an author. She's a prof- uh, professor. Uh, a Gen Z enthusiast, and I don't think this is a tagging off on Generation Z by any means. The younger generations, not at all. We're Tingle and I happen happen to be Generation X, uh, but it's it's the way of mind of this. And we we just simply asked this woman, Kristen G's, what is lazy girl jobs? So lazy girl jobs means a couple of things. It could either be a job that is mindless work, meaning you get to be a robot and you don't have to think about what it is that you're doing, there's no pressure, or it could be a job that maybe it's like a side hustle. It's a new version of side hustle. It's money that's being made that doesn't require a lot of energy or effort from you, or maybe it is a job that does require energy and effort from you, but there is no stress, no demand. And so that's what's considered a lazy girl job, a job that doesn't require a lot from you and there is no pressure of competition with your peers, and there's definitely no interaction with a boss that might be overbearing. So it's not like what you said earlier. You mentioned it's more like a side hustle. It's not something that you permanently would do for the rest of your life. It's just a side hustle to uh, just, hey, you have some extra cash, do it on your own terms. Nope. I will take that back. It is not. It is. Some people are looking at what we have to realize with the younger generation, um, especially millennials and Gen Zers to be specific, is they don't want to be like their parents. They're not interested in having high mortgages, fancy cars, and having all of the pressure that comes up with that lifestyle. They would much rather prefer to have a work-life balance. And if that means pursuing five lazy girl jobs, opposed to having one full-time nine-to-five job that might pay all my bills, but comes with a lot of 
responsibility comes with a lot of stress. They would prefer to do that and then just have fun during the rest of the so time. So as little as possible, no effort, and just hopefully you make it. Hopefully you make it, but you got to remember there these are also generations that are not looking to buy homes. They're not, you know, they're fine do, using Uber. They there there's all of these different changes of what they consider necessities for the way that they live their life. And so for what, the means of what they want to do, which might be to be able to go out to eat, have fun with their friends, they only need a little bit of a cash. They're also open to to co-sharing, right? They're okay with five or two to three to five people living in one household to make ends meet, <laughs> but they're able to be free. But you have to understand. I mean, that's such an immediate way of thinking. You never know what's going to happen. You might be all healthy. Now something down the road could happen where something uh, like, I don't know, an illness or whatever, and you have to have a job that has great insurance for something. I mean, how do you get ahead in life if your career, you're always looking for a job where you can put in the bare minimum? I think you have to realize that this younger generation is still on their parents' insurance until they're 26, 27. Well, then what happens after that? That thought has not come there. Uh, and for those that are a little bit older, I'm just being transparent. No, I get it. Right? That thought hasn't been there of, of oh, the water bill costs something. So I, I will say that, right? That's not all being factored in. However, I will also say, you know, you have to realize that, again, back in the day, you know, when you wanted milk, there was a milkman. Today, there's Instacart to get milk, right? There's so many technology has allowed the ease of life to not just be a, a thought or a dream. It really could be a reality if you're willing to minimize your your income. And again, I don't think anyone is planning for the 10 to 20 to 30 years. Those that are, are having the full-time jobs and are making their way up the corporate ladder and getting the credentials. Those that don't want to be a part of it, which we still need millions of them to still be in the work place right just doesn't have to be the way that we just lazy needs to be done. <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean yeah it's a lazy girl job it's the way of life it's soft girl it's energy that's you know that's what they want no pressure but can you really complain like let's say you are in, i'm not saying you specifically kristen i'm saying let's say somebody is in a lazy girl job and then is upset because they don't have enough money or something that's just so expensive can you really complain about something like that if that is your goal in life, too? And the lazy girl job, I'm actually surprised that's even a term. I would think that that would be uh, offensive. Offensive, exactly. You know, we live in a time where we pick and choose, right? Lazy girl jobs are not offensive, um, just like soft girl energy. I don't know if you guys have been hearing that, um, where we're not wanting to be pressured. And and women are now embracing that they want to be softer and not stronger. And so I think because the term came from women, it's not offensive so far. Um, but I will say, as far as your, your question, complaining, um, I think you have to really consider, are they complaining? Most of the people that are willing to do a full-time lazy girl job, three to four or five times, they probably have less care and less, you know, less care in the world about the things that we're all concerned about. We're worried about gas prices. They may not even have a car and may be fine not having a car, right? So I, I think the things that we, the, the people that are working more, the pressure jobs, we're paying to where our dollars are going. We're paying attention to that. And I think, again, going back to the term of lazy girl job, if it's not something I have to have in order to survive and get through today, then it's not something I want to worry about or put myself <laughs> <laughs> but that's crazy for us. See, you gotta, it just sounds funny. you got to factor in this, Kristen. See, we're, uh, Tingle and I, we're both fathers, so we're always thinking about our children, and we want them to be as well off as they can be, you know, comfortable with their lives so they can have a family, so they can feel uh, fairly comfortable. I'm not saying if that. If they choose. Yeah, if they, if they, I'm not saying, hey, they should be working 90 hours a week and, you know, right. they, they should be killing themselves, but they have to have some kind of, 
outlook where they have to work to get what they want, not just do the bare minimum and just get eh, what I want at the same time. It's more of, I don't think we've thought through the long term. And I think you have a great point as fathers and and something that I constantly talk to my team about when we're going out and working with students and parents is you have to realize that this generation, you have not coddled them. You have not... not taught them about the realities of life, but social media, the shows that they watch make it seem like getting money is so easy and that you can just be a plum fool and still make money and get and have millions of followers. And so long as you have that, that's great. Right. And I think what we're going to have to see is that corporate America is going to have to make some changes in order to have longevity with these younger generations to eventually pick up the torch and come through the ranks. Or we're going to have a lot of gaps because we have not been showing them other jobs that don't require a lot of pressure. No, they just, they all want to be YouTube stars. But but whose fault is that? Why are they wanting to be YouTube stars? Because YouTube is showing them what the star life gets. What are we showing them in the industry? That's a fantasy. That but that's that's a fantasy though. Yeah, that's 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 not YouTube. That's the people who are who made it who are successful. And they think and the kids see oh if they can do it then I can do it. But the fact of the matter is, it's only a select few that can actually do that. That's not reality. It's it's like when I watched uh, if I was watching the '85 Bears when I was a kid and I go okay well they made it the Super Bowl that means I can make it too. I mean it's a fantasy. It's not reality. And as much as you're saying a fantasy and reality, you have that same those same level of influencers that say, in these five steps, you can get rich quick. They <laughs> see that consistently all day. Where do they see the actual job or corporation showcasing what a day in the life looks like for this specific role? We don't have that. We're not actually showcasing those jobs and having those people become influencers to talk about, hey, all I do is drive trucks. I drive from this 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 shipment to this shipment. No one bothers me. No one talks to me. I don't even have to load the the truck, right? No one's having that conversation to show them other types of jobs. So this lazy girl thing is going to seem popular until it's not popular. You know what the funny thing is, uh, Kristen, what you said is that, you know, these kids, they look at these people on YouTube and they see the stars in the the social media, whatever, TikTok. But basically, back Sherman, when we were growing up, Kevin Trudeau was that guy who promised you to get rich. This is how you're going to make it. Everyone thought that, you know, he was a scammer, you know? But everybody kind of knew he was a scammer. But everyone knew he was. But but I'm saying that that that, that was someone that everyone looked to to get rich quick. And that's what kids are doing. They're looking at these people and they're going, let's get rich quick, the easy way. Well, we figured this uh, this was perfect to bounce off of you, Kristen, uh, since you're a a professor, a speaker, Gen Z enthusiast. And uh, we appreciate you hanging out with us and talking with us today, Kristen G's. Thank you. Bye, guys. The Sherman and Tingle Show. Mornings on 97.1 FM, The Drive. Chicago's classic rock.